Warning, we are a spoiler-based podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast, and we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. This is your final warning. Hello, good morning, afternoon or night, or evening, ladies and gentlemen, and lowlifes. <laughs> this is Omar... And we are Cinematic Anarchy. We have this week Christopher. Hey. And we have Miss Nico. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about a movie, a horror movie, Sleepaway Camp. Remember what we are and what we do and hold on to your seats. It's going to get fun. Now this weirdness is the lower end of the horror scale. It's not a lot, a lot of gore or anything. Yeah. Just, uh... No, it just, it's just a very weird movie. That I know. The cutscenes between like the actual horror action is just god awful. <laughs> <laughs> the killing, the killing uh, seems so blatantly fake. Like they really made it look fake on purpose. Well, I mean, it was a low budget film to begin with, so I mean, it's on the lower end of low. It lower, yeah, <laughs> definitely, most definitely. I would uh, say lower end of low. The first scene, this kid is screaming for a whole like five minutes. Oh my god, we're going to crash into those people. Turn the boat. Ah. In their defense, it was a great story. <laughs> I do remember some of the movie because, as you said, I didn't really watch it. Because when I was watching the movie, I watched the whole movie. And I noticed I was watching Sleepaway Camp 2 this week. So I'm very <laughs> sorry. I did manage to gather some fun facts. But I do remember some of it. Um, because it was a while ago when I watched it. As you know, I'm an old man who has smoked too many marijuanas, <laughs> as my grandmother will say. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen way worse. Way worse with way more money. You guys, you sat through some trauma with me. I know you've seen worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to forgive uh, you for that. No, no. That, well, that was, your, that was your first foray into trauma? Yeah. Have you not seen anything else no. by them yet? No. It gets I'm, worse. I'm never going to forgive you for that. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, gets, it gets way worse. Yeah. I'm sure it does. There's some interesting stuff in some of those movies. I think you'd enjoy, like, maybe Clack of... Uh, Clack. Class of Newcomb High. Probably. Uh, the first one, anyway. The second couple were a little... <laughs> eh. Uh, but this, this on that scale... It kind of plays like a horror movie that they kind of dumbed down for TV maybe a little bit. Like, they cleaned it up. Yeah, it was almost, like, comedic. Uh, like you were saying, that girl in the, the very beginning of the movie, she spends half her time either screaming on water skis or screaming neck deep in water. <laughs> uh, so bad. <laughs> yep. It was, it was, I think it was excessive. Like she, Yeah, no, like, it, it was overacted severely. And fucking, like, she's screaming, Oh my god, somebody help them! And all the counselors are just standing there with this Over, stupid fucking mm-hmm. look on their face. Just... Overactive being the operative word. It's like they got a whole bunch of porn stars and have them did a little horror movie with a little bit of humor. Yeah, like, what Of course, the they were kind of young, doing? so probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that girl is actually, she's the, the front page picture for uh, Sleepaway Camp on the IMDb page. Just that look on her face, <laughs> screaming. Uh... Yeah, it was it was a, an interesting film. I think that a lot of the I want to say I want to call it action scenes or the scenes that should have been horror or horrifying yeah. were a little overly drawn out. Like the, that first fat fuck that bit it in the uh, movie. Oh my god! Ah, uh, the the pedophile chef. Uh, chef. I I don't even I don't even want to have a name for him. I don't have a name for him. I don't care to have a name for him. 
Um, he was... He bit it, and just that, that scene where they get the close-up of him with his hands in front of his face just... Ah, ah, just held on too long. are boiling. They, 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 it was just too much. Yeah. Like, they held on that scene too long of him yeah, just in was, agony. Like, trying to gain his balance standing over the fucking stove. What the fuck was that? Like, you're, you're just... Mm-hmm. You're good. Just fucking straighten yourself out, bro. Oh, help me down. What the fuck are you doing? Well, bitch, well, you are a whole goddamn adult. I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, she's trying to kill you, buddy. Uh, you're about to bite it. It was so drawn out. Yeah, I, I just, I maybe I didn't really appreciate uh, that. Was a uh, Artie. Yeah, Artie the the chef. And I, I mean, you knew he was going to be one of the first people to bite it just because of that conversation that he had with the, the staff that were all laughing around with him. Like, not for nothing, if you're a guy that's going to be around a bunch of kids for summer camp, and you're standing with a bunch of your buddies, and you start calling the 12-year-old children baldies, mm. you know, yeah, you, there's, there's never too young, you're just too old. And it's like... Ugh. Well, yeah, I, that was that was some pedophile shit. I'm I'm surprised that the the cooking crew didn't throw him in that pot, which over exaggeratedly big, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like he was about to put a shitload of corn in that thing. He How was, the fuck was he getting it out? That 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 already was ready to R. Kelly. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he was a he was a, a priceless. I, I don't even have words for him. I'm trying to articulate how much of a piece of shit he was and just I can't. Yeah. It's like no. just one of those guys that uh <sighs> Wow. Lock him away. Put him Lardy. In, put him in a hole for a good long time. Don't don't let him talk to people. He doesn't so, need to yeah. be around people. Good old Lardy said in the movie, look at that young fresh chicken. Where I come from we call him baldies. Make your mouth water or donate. Yeah, I'm guessing where he comes from is uh prison? Possibly. More than likely. Uh, <laughs> no, he's Alabama? A, he's a Baldi. See, probably, yeah. Some some country. Some place some where country, they still allow you to marry yeah, children? Some, some country world capital of of cussing, dating, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That, that's exactly where that guy's coming from. He's coming from... Somewhere like that. From some place that should be scrubbed clean from the planet. Yeah. Uh... So moving on from disgusting Mr. Artie and into the movie, there's a whole bunch of uh, horrendous characters in this film. Oh my god. Let's uh, talk about fucking... What's his name? Ricky's mom? Ah, uh, yes. The woman, uh, as you were Who stating. Was, like, <laughs> I, uh, oh my god. My boyfriend and I were talking while we were watching this movie, and she's talking like she's a 19-fucking-20s flapper chick who is performing in front of a play like it's uh, awful it's so bad oh yes of course of course like she's has she's having a conversation with the kids yeah. and every every maybe uh 15 seconds she parts off to go talk to herself for a second like she's like mildly schizophrenic or has some mental disorder well she obviously uh, does because she's trying to turn peter into angela Oh, it's because we can't have another... Well, that, that's a revelation that happens much later in the movie. At this yeah. point, we know Angela is Angela. We didn't know that Angela was Peter at this point. Uh, and any, even when the, the boat hit the family yeah. in, the, in the water, I thought the little boy was swimming away. I really did. So, yeah, you know, it, it, I thought it was a given that this was the little boy, not the little girl anyway. 
Uh, and then they just kind of, I guess they tied it together for themselves to kind of give that illusion just because you see the dad float away and then the, the life jacket pop up in the water oh and float God. along with him. It was him. so bad. It was, uh, well, I mean, this could have been referred it to as like sleepaway campy. in the water. It's a very campy film. Very stiff. Uh, oh, no, it, was, it wasn't, it's, it's not stiff, it was just badly acted. Awful. Uh, but it was a bunch of kids in a low-budget movie, I mean. I'm not the dad! That was just floating away. Uh, there was, let's like see. planking in the fucking water. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dead man's float as best yeah. as you can do that, I guess. Uh, you got Mel, the ignorant uh, owner of the camp. Yep. Uh, Who's always smoking a cigar around the kids. Uh, ignorant owner of smoking a cigar. And when, when uh, Artie bites it. He's just like, we don't need to tell any about this, anybody about what happened, or, yeah. or, or the fact that this happened. We're just going to say that he, he he had another job opportunity. He went away some someplace. We give you guys all a raise. You guys get his money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We'll give you a raise, everybody shut up. We're going to give you an extra $50, and uh, you guys get 15 a week. So. Oh, you know what? I'm just uh, tapping away on the table. I didn't realize that I was registering. Sorry about that. Uh... So, uh, Ricky, Ricky is a little oblivious to what's going on around him. He's uh, a little pent up on the the girl from last summer, uh, who turned into a total slut bitch. Apparently, she must have—I uh, don't know what you, you'd even call she it. She grew into her body. Was that Susie? Susie, I believe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, she she grew yeah grew into her body over the summer and. First thing that you hear about Susie is, have you seen Susie? <laughs> Some guy makes, you know, it's like, that kid needs a smack in the head, but okay. <laughs> Little boys during yeah. summer camp, you know, they're, well, gross. that's locker, yeah, gross, that's locker room talk as, uh, as our fantastic mister, I say that with, with that such venom. That shall not be named. I, I didn't say his name. I, <laughs> Fantastic Mystery. We all know who they're talking about. I couldn't say the name. There was just venom coming off my tongue. <laughs> I, I want to say so many things, but the one the things that I want to say, they're not nice. You know, we'll just we'll just call him Sergeant Orange. Uh, <laughs> Agent Orange, Sergeant Orange, whatever you want to call him. Uh, one interesting thing that I just discovered. What's that? On the role of Ben. Ben, okay. They had Robert Earl Jones, who happens to be the father of James Earl Jones, King Joffrey Joffer. Really? Yeah. No shit. That I did not know. Okay. I didn't know that neither. And I see that he made a lot of very good movies. He was in The Sting, 1973, Witness, 1985, Sleepaway Camp, 1983. Oh, he was in Trading Places, too. Huh. Oh. So, uh... And I was thinking, like, that's probably his brother. When I went into the Google, it turns out that he's the dad. He died in 2006 at the age of 96. <clears throat> they had similar deep voices, too. Yeah, and similar face. When I see the face, and I see the name, I said, wait, isn't that... That's why I thought it was probably an older brother, because this was 83. Right. James Earl Jones looked better than this in 83. Yeah. That's basically how he looked when he did uh, Coming to America. So we got a whole bunch of visuals over here that you can't see on the podcast. 
You can see we are live streaming through Facebook as well. You can see that up there, but you can't see it down here. <laughs> you can see it in the podcast and, if you're uh, listening. I'm sorry. No, well, and uh, occasionally Omar will interject, like we were saying. Uh, I'm sorry. Omar did not actually watch the movie along with us this week. So, he yeah, watched the second podcast. Yeah, second movie. I'm sorry. Too much. Too much. That's all right. Feel, uh, feel free to spit out some facts as you're coming along. If we mention something you know uh, you have a little bit of information on, go for it. I'm sorry I just pulled that out and interjected, but I had to interject. No. That's all By right. All we, means. we just kind of randomly talk about the movie anyway. Yeah. I mean, I would have burst a vein if I didn't interject. What are we, 23 podcasts in? How often have we ever done things chronologically? <laughs> we did it once and we hated it. <laughs> once. That is true. And you said it yourself. <laughs> this was kind of stiff. Yeah, we were just, oh yeah, we're going to go buy this thing right here. And I brought all this information, I printed out all these pages worth of crap, and it was just a, an hour and something minutes of us doing a synopsis, yeah. which just, I've heard other people do this before, we don't need to be this stiff, we're, we're not those guys, we're here to just shoot the shit <laughs> When you were telling me fun. that day, let's do it this way, in the back of my mind I'm thinking, isn't this supposed to be anarchy? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well yeah, that's, we're just to shoot the shit and have some fun, that's the whole point of this Sorry. thing. Right? Salavi. Uh all right. Let's get back into it. Uh, where were we? Where were we? We were talking. We've gotten to talking about Mel a little bit. Uh, we just talked about Ben. Uh, ben, the gentleman who is more than willing to be paid off to shut up about the fact that uh, Artie got melted. Uh, <laughs> didn't that just look like wax, wet wax, all over his face? Yeah. Just. Uh, then we have the head female counselor, Meg, the searing bitch the entire movie. Yeah, who's fucking mm. trying to, like, get it in with the fucking Meg, right? Not Meg. Mel. Mel, yeah. Mel. Well, th see, that didn't become, like, really Meg apparent until like the very last segment of the movie. Like, she wasn't really hitting on him or anything until that last thing where you see her, hey, you know, uh, why don't we meet up over here for yeah. that, that dinner you've been promising me. Mm -hmm. First of all, the girl at that point, these are camp counselors back in, what, the 80s? Yeah. Most of them are underage to begin with, so this is rampant pedophilia going on all over this camp. Yep. Uh, you mean most of the counselors were underage? That and, okay. That's so what I'm saying. Most of the counselors were, were young. There were a couple of counselors that weren't, well, but most of the girls looked like they had to have been 18 or younger. I put it this way: if you're 24 and you're trying to get with a with a 14, 15, 16 year old, you're a pedophile. Yeah. Most of the male counselors be, there be, were be, definitely 30 plus. Yeah, being oh, 30. Oh yeah, no, and they're all wearing shorts that are way too short and way too fucking tight. Like you can see everything, and it's just so discomforting. I think that might have been the style at the time, though. It, like it, it they were was. like basketball shorts yeah. or whatever. What basketball, like basketball shorts? Basketball booty shorts for men. And, There's oh, a reason God. why we don't wear them anymore. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for fucking boys in crop tops again, though. Uh, I'm not gonna wear one. We we've Boys, had this discussion. Like Boys, men. not uh, not grown men with guts. Maybe like twenties. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. No matter how nice of a body I could get do exercising, I'm not gonna wear a crop top. <laughs> no. I'm good. You know those mesh crop tops the guys used to wear. The, We're gonna play football. <laughs> uh, I can Have see fun. everything there. Oh God. So Angela. Free the nipple, boys. Uh. I got one for you guys. 
If any of you ever fapped a naked Angela in this movie. What? Angela. There's a moment that's worth a brief, like, partial nudity. The very end of the movie? Angela. Yeah. Yeah. It was played by a guy named Archie Liberace. The P, they, they were affectionately, if you actually read the article that we were yeah. talking about in Screen Magazine, they referred the, to him uh, as the, the penis. <laughs> Archie Liberace. Naked Angela. They're still trying to have, uh, trying to find him. They haven't been able to find him. Uh, they want to do a documentary involving him. him. So Archie Liberace, if you uh, if you hear this, they're looking for you. They are looking for you. Uh, I don't understand the end of the movie. I really don't. And I think that's coming from uh, a guy that's watching this film now. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my youngest is uh, going through the, the transgender thing and... Uh, Watching the end of the movie now with that in context for me, where the only thing that they took away with, oh my god, she's a boy! And that's how they cut off the movie. Not, it's, oh my a, god, she it, just killed fucking like 30 like, goddamn people. I don't care if she's a boy, she's a girl, I don't care how shocked you are about that, she murdered half the fucking camp. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's what you decide to focus on. You, you tackle... You tackle whatever she is, whatever he is, whoever that is. I don't care. Tackle it, put her away, and you can deal with the rest of it at uh, whatever your revelation about that whole thing is afterwards. Right now, Meg just got killed in a very gruesome manner at that point. Uh, Mel bit it. I don't know if they found him at that point. By the way, my favorite kill in the entire movie. Yeah. Mel getting the arrow to the throat. Oh, yeah. Uh after beating Ricky half to death. <laughs> he thought it was to death. No, Ricky's still alive. Uh, and she murdered a bunch of little kids. Yep. So they were all like little, little kids. Uh, which, every kill in the movie, you have an explanation for up until then. So, like, I really felt like when I watched the second movie, I was waiting for, like, a revelation that there were two killers. Yeah. Not just one. Because why the hell would you kill a bunch of little kids? She had no reason to do that. None of the kids had ever done anything to her. Just unstable. Everybody else had done something. Those are the only kills that didn't mean anything, which made no sense. Yep. You know? Uh-uh. But whatever. I mean, I didn't write the movie. Maybe somebody could explain that to me. Again, reach out to us. Yeah. I want to hear from you. You can get in contact with us uh, through Anchor. Uh, You can leave us messages. You can uh, call us. You can even call in during the podcast if you really want to. Uh, Of course, you'd have to know when we're recording the podcast. Yeah, right. You can only figure that out when we're live recording like this. Um, Yeah. But that being said, uh, yeah, that, that, that whole last scene. Just the last 30 minutes of the movie were just so quick-paced. Yep. So many people die. That's where almost everybody died. There was just a handful before then. Uh, oh, and we almost skipped over the other asshole. The one that uh, pegged Ricky with a water balloon. That, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, seems like justice, right? Yeah. You pegged, you pegged my cousin with a water balloon. I'm going to murder you with some bees. <laughs> I would do it. Like it. Now you've seen the I movie. Mean, if I was that unstable, it w- yeah, I remember that. It was well deserved, though. You've seen the movie, correct? Yeah. Okay. So boy decides he's gonna. 
You guys go ahead. I'm going to go take a massive dump. First of all, ew. Uh, second of <laughs> we all. We don't need to know. <laughs> he's like, thank you for the imagery. He took a magazine in there with him. I thought he was going to do something else. Because <laughs> he was like really into whatever magazine he took into the bathroom with him. Yeah. Uh, Angela comes by. We still don't know it's Angela at that point. Everybody's still guessing, though it's not hard to guess who did it. Uh, and slides the broom handles through the do stall doors. Has anybody here gone to camp before? Yeah, several uh, times. You've seen those plywood doors that they have for oh, camp? Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't take much to break it open. And Buddy Boy that bit the dust with the bees, not exactly a small guy. He was, exactly. a, he was a jock. They dropped bees into the stall with him. Why the fuck didn't he just shoulder tackle the door and get out of there? A special shout out to my grandparents who never sent me to that shit. <laughs> uh, I've been to camp. You're the I, only one? I begged not to. I, I went begged. to Christian I, camp. I, they, they was gonna, but I begged. That's so much worse. Yep. No. Yep. I mean, the first one I convinced was my grandfather, and then he convinced my grandma not to send me. I mean, you meet a lot of really cool stoners at Jesus Camp, though, so. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, we're all rebellious little kids that actually don't give a shit about religion. We just, we're just hanging out and fucking. You know, back in the that's 60s what, and 70s, Jesus there was a lot of God in that stuff. A lot yep. of, a lot of, a lot of love oh, with yeah. the free love. You know, a lot of, you know, people praying to Jesus. There was, a, there was a lot of that going around in the hippie community, you know. God is love, stuff like that. So love each other, now! And everybody just loved each other, right away. Ah, uh, so we, we, we forget now with, with how a lot of the Christians present themselves that it wasn't always that way several decades back. Yeah. I don't know what hardened these fuckers. And there we're all the... Of, there was a lot of tomfoolery being done in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. we're, uh, a lot. Where all the, the fun-loving Christians went, but, uh... I haven't met a lot of them lately. A lot of the people that I've uh, met that uh, tout themselves as Christians have a stick firmly wedged up their ass. Oh, yeah. Super, super stuck up and judgmental, a lot of them. There's another group. Hey, contact us, free love Christians. Are you still out there? You, any, any hippies out there? We don't call them hippies anymore, do we? What do we call them? Um, do they have less derogatory terms? we got hippies, hipsters... Know. I don't think hipsters, oh, hipsters are particularly do not religious. Oh, fall no. under the hippie. Yeah, I was gonna say they're not particularly religious. No, <coughs> hipsters do not fall under the hippie. <laughs> no, the like... hippies don't fall into the hippie at all. Hipsters are completely different. Yeah, the hippie are the trend chasers. Hippie is the collective version of that guy who becomes every person he hangs out with. That's what a hipster is. Oh, okay. Hippies are still just you know tree hugging. Sounds like a culture, uh, cultural appropriation at its finest. Kind of. Let's just say. Like a refined have, version of that. Let's just give you an example. A Mexican restaurant in your neighborhood. You want to go over there for Mexican food, blah, blah, blah. The hipsters make it feel, the hipsters make this place feel like a touristic attraction. Yep. And they go crazy. And they need to know the story of that jalapeno. And <laughs> relax. It's a what jalapeno. was the name of the cow that went into this burrito? Everything you know? vintage yeah. and antique. Has to be like all fucking. Oh my god! I... Well, these are yeah. all the people that spend you know a lot more money than they oh, should yeah. on certain things. Exactly. Yeah. The whole reason uh, Starbucks exists, <laughs> even yeah. though Starbucks is sort of a bastardization of what it used to be. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. Well, and right. you know why? Why? 
The hipsters. Fucking the hipsters. hipsters. I probably, probably the worst part of gentrification in big cities yep. might be the hipsters. <laughs> I think I need to go find myself a fish concert. Go find the hippies. Oh my god. Yeah. Because that's where they all went after uh, the... Yeah. Grateful Dead, for the most part, uh, went away when Mr. Garcia passed. Uh, yeah. I think they still tour with other people, occasionally, but... For the most part, without Mr. Garcia at the helm. From a big fan, Mr. Garcia, may you sleep easy wherever you are. Hope you, uh, you're listening wherever you are. You might know more about that than I would. I have a, a guy, Steve, at work that knows everything about uh, the Grateful Dead. He is like... I have every bootleg they've ever made, and I've made my own bootlegs. And I love the music. I know most of the records, but I'm not that much of a fan to have every bootleg they ever made. I do have some stems um, somewhere. Somebody gave me stems, like their recording sessions, and I have... Like, oh, you said stems. I thought something else. The stems <laughs> are basically the parts. <laughs> if you go to a studio, there was an era where the band used to record together. Everybody yeah. was playing together. Then, then came their era where you will go in and and put in your drums. Somebody will go in and put in their bass separately, and then the engineer will mix it in cohesively and fix the sound, equalize every part, and that's when music started to sound cleaner. Right. So somebody gave me the stems of some Grateful Dead songs. So this might be a, a good point of uh, this pod, particular podcast to mention that we may start incorporating some discussion of soundtracks yeah. that came out within the years of the movies that we're discussing. I uh, figure go one at a time, that way we can spread it out a little bit. But, you know, uh, because as we've been uh, mentioning, Mr. Omar over here is, uh, he's got photographic memory for music. music. Yeah, I, I love music in a borderline Would that make it more like a, an audiographic memory? Yeah. You could say that. An auditory <laughs> memory? I don't know. Magnetophonic recorder memory. Wow, that was a little bit more. I, I didn't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> You're going to have to go ahead and give me a definition. A tape recorder, basically. They use magnetic tapes. You remember the metal cassettes that they used to have? Yes, yes. They, first, you had you have uh, decks just for those. Yeah. You didn't have the radio that plays the normal and those. You had only those for, for a while. Because they were only used like by professionals. The FBI had those first and the tapes and that's what they Real used. to real? No, no, no. The cassettes. Because you have the metal ones. No, no, I was just saying they had real to real as well. They have real to real in the beginning, but by the 70s they already had the cassettes and they had the two kinds and it was, and when those came out, oh, everybody went crazy. And then <laughs> they had the, the radios that could play both kinds, at, you know, okay, the, in the same deck. Huh. But those were the magnetophonic uh magnetic tape recorders okay so we got a little off track from our uh discussion <laughs> of the movie you know. right right hey that's what this is all about though we, 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 but yeah we don't mind going off on tangents every yeah. once in a while this is loose format nice and comfy as comfortable anarchy. as you can get <laughs> uh yes i like anarchy i, I like the there's nothing chaotic nothing format and and by the way, the movie was actually a little chaotic now that I remember it. Speaking of anarchy, I like how everything was just all over kind the place. of all over, all over the place. <laughs> that I do remember. I uh, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It was definitely extremely it had campy. A good 
storyline for the most part, but it was just god awful. Let me tell you something. They could have done something better with the story, but for a movie so horribly acted, yeah, he was very entertaining. <laughs> I uh, that I could tell you. All right, so I, I want to say people, you could probably pick this one right out of the barrel, but least favorite character of the entire movie. I'm gonna take a guess. You're gonna, gonna take let, a guess of my least favorite character. No, I'm gonna, gonna take. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna let her go first. I don't know who your least favorite <laughs> character is. I'm not gonna talk for you. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, Mel. 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 Uh, just his whole vibe and just everything. I just nope, nope. Why would you send your kids to a camp if that guy's running it? I feel like Mel. I feel like Mel is uh like closet pedophile along with the fucking chef. I think Mel is like a I want to say a commentary on how people treat our current political system. Oh, shit hit the fan? Yep. I'm going to pay you to look the other way. Shit hit the fan? Just leave it alone. It's fine. Yep. Just ignore it. If you ignore it, it'll go away. Perfect. Yeah. Uh me personally, I think uh, bipolar Meg is probably my least favorite character in the entire movie. Coming up right right second is Artie. Yeah. But he was out of the movie so quickly. He doesn't really count yeah. in my eyes. <laughs> uh, bipolar Meg, who just goes like batshit crazy throughout the entire movie, just goes from being kind of mean to just kind of psychotically just shaking people around. You yeah. Know. Who, was the, who was the one that shouldered her? Uh, shouldered Angela to go throw her in the water? She can't swim. Right. Well, that's fantastic. Throw her in the water. That's <laughs> how you teach a person to drown. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't like Meg at all. I, no. Mel, definitely. He's, he's right up there, but Meg is my least favorite. Uh, and did you have anybody that you could remember? Because I know you didn't get to watch it this time around. No, I didn't. I do remember Ben. And I remember Ben basically because I was curious about how much he looked like Robert Earl Jones. That's why I had to blur it out when I saw it on the thing, on the facts that I was looking up. Because I remember that character. He was very much a hypocrite. And he was willing to just ben, act like he didn't see what happened. He didn't know what happened. Ben was played as an unfortunate stereotype in this movie. I really... Just the whole demeanor of the character was, uh, was a stereotype. And I mean... Yeah. Not I mean, I kind of liked him for what he was, but I mean, he was also still willing to, to help Mel turn a blind eye, you know, for a little extra money. Oh, wow, you're bought that easy. Fantastic. Yep. Nice to know. Well then. Uh. <laughs> he was he was a lot like that uncle, you know, Thomas. Uncle Tom. <laughs> uncle Tom. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of that type. Uh Best kill in the movie. Hmm. That one's I don't remember. Only Artie. Hmm. You remember Artie? Yeah. The only kill ever. That's the, so that would be your favorite because it's the only one you remember. Vividly. Vividly. No, because I guess I wanted him to die too. Uh oh. There's there's one that we didn't even mention. There's one kill we didn't even mention the entire movie. The, the kid that bit it in the boat. Oh yeah. <laughs> He was kind of inconsequential. I mean, he was definitely a dick, but he was inconsequential. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a lot that he uh, he did in the movie. There's no worse dick than an inconsequential dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's not. That's definitely not something you want anybody to ever say to you. No. How was the size? Inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Yeah, that will be that will be traumatizing. I'm neither here nor there about it. It was there. And it was <laughs> not quite here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that must be traumatizing for some guys. All right. Home Depot sells rope, though. For those of you who had been told that. Wait, what? Ah, well then. What? <laughs> where, where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Home Depot sells rope. Okay. Um. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who needed to hear that, but uh, there you don't, go. Don't pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah, best death was best death. the uh, um, arrow. Okay, so we kind of agree worst, on that yeah, one. Yeah, worst death was definitely this chick in the fucking shower. Because when Mel came through to like check on her, find her, whatever the fuck, she pretty much fucking like pounced out of the fucking shower which you should have dropped like fucking what like an hour and a half to three hours ago she was the, they bait okay yeah first of all the shower words. stall meg for being what she was the entire movie because that's the that's the death that you're talking about mm-hmm. meg's death the shower stall she used she didn't want to wait in line needed to get to her date with mel yep. uh the head camp pedophile uh, and the, apparently the material that this particular shower stall is made of was just short of plastic. Pretty much. A thin layer of plastic. Yep. Easy enough for a small little fucking child to stab a knife through. So at some point, Meg had to, she's just shout, you know, lathering herself yeah. up or whatever in the weirdest manner I've ever seen <laughs> for any shower Nobody scene. showers just, like he that. He said lathering. I said lathering. Uh, no, we, we were just watching this. And yeah, and it was by far the goofiest shower scene I've ever seen. Nobody just, showers like that. No. I've been in the shower. And, you know, you... You know, you... You're just humming some random fucking tune that like, doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, her... her in the shower. Her elbows were, like, together and she was just, yeah, you like, know... In the shower, you either think to yourself things or remind yourself of things out loud or sing. Nobody hums in the shower. I think Meg actually... Yeah, right? Like, if you're in the shower, you're belting. I think Meg committed an act of suicide, basically. Just threw herself at the killer because we know what's going on in the camp now. Three people have bit it. Yeah. All right. No matter how much Mel's trying to cover it up. You gotta know that something's wrong. You do not go out and off okay, by no. yourself to go take a shower for any reason at this point. And then homing, she's uh, pretty much calling the killer. Yeah. And she had to have leaned exactly. up against the wall or something? Yeah, no, what the fuck was that? Like, she, she wasn't even leaning against the wall and fucking when Angela stabs the knife through, she's like all of a sudden throwing herself against the wall and, oh my god! Hans yeah. is terrible! My back! Ever step on a Lego before? Step on a tack? Yeah! What is your immediate reaction? It is not to lean into it. It's to get the fuck off of it. You get stabbed in the back? You don't lean into it. You get the fuck off whatever the hell just stabbed you. Yeah. But okay. Right. (laughs) Like we were saying, all all the deaths in this movie were like overly, overly dramatized. Yep. Uh, I particularly liked, however... 
uh, the the young man that bit it in the toilet stall. I particularly liked the effects <laughs> that they did with him with the bees all over his face. I liked that. That was interesting. I couldn't contain myself when they showed the bee stings because they're just like giant fucking boils that. It wasn't burst. just boils, but it looked like at one point like these things burrowed yeah, into his exactly. arm. Yeah, exactly. Like what the fuck? He looked like what Ar- Artie should have looked like after getting yeah. dunked. You know, just boils and. Yeah, the bees aren't good. You're going to see a lot of, you know, obvious lesions, but these aren't like carnivorous bees. They're not eating his Apparently flesh. Apparently they are. You know, these, <laughs> these were an amalgamation of, of bees and an army ants or something. Yeah. Just kind of eating the flesh off the kid. Oh my god. It turned into a trailer of killer bees. <laughs> right? I don't care how pissed off the bees are, unless they're going over the, like, the Africanized, like, killer bees. I don't yeah. even think they did that kind of stuff. They're not, like, they don't feast on human flesh by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think so. No. I'm not sure why they did that. It was it was over-exaggerated. Yeah, everything was over-exaggerated. Ah. Uh, and, and the one person that uh, she had two segments in the movie, the, the aunt, was just real over-exaggerated. Like, I feel like she, like, when he went away, when he, I feel like she killed, her, uh, killed the, the dad. Like, oh, she's yeah. long. She definitely killed the dad. Oh, uh, pretty sure. No, no, because well, they showed the scene with the dad and some other guy. No, this, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah, so, like, he dipped, or, like, he was cheating on her with another man, and... I think that was his actual father. So, dad had them out on the lake, That in the beginning of the movie, the dad that had them out on the lake. I think this was Peter and the little girl having run across... The dad with another man. Because you never see a mother at the beginning of the movie. You see the aunt. The dad with another man? Yeah, nearing the end of the movie when they're explaining, like, they have two different cutaway things. One was when they first ended up on the beach and Angela is trying to figure out whether or not she wants to go a little further with the other young man. And uh, she kind of pushes him off after having this flashback of dad, I believe it was her own father with another man. Ooh. And having weird mixed feelings about that. And I think that was, you know, Peter and Angela. Uh, and then we move on to the other scene with the aunt later on in the movie where we're trying to explain how Angela is actually Peter. Yeah. Uh, I think the way she was talking... Because she had a Peter? About uh, Dad having <laughs> gone away and left us. I really feel like she might have killed her own husband. Probably. Angela had a Peter, so she was mental Peter. shit going on. She was batshit crazy anyway. I, there's no way around that. So Angela had a Peter, so she was Peter. Okay. Okay. I, I, I see where you, you went there. Uh, <laughs> well then. Angela had a Peter, so she was Peter. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break to... Uh-huh. I should have guessed that you were going with Aerosmith there. Uh, We're going to go ahead and uh, do our station identification, our our sponsors, and we will uh, be right back. All right. Thank you for sticking around through our sponsors. I keep saying that. Like, like people hear sponsorship and they're like, oh my God, I'm turning this off. (laughs) And we're like begging people. Thank you. Thank you for staying. Um, all right, we're going to go ahead and get into the pitch storm portion of our podcast. And uh, 
I, I mentioned this on the live feed, and I just wanted to say, so we the sets that we have here, we have characters, we have plots, we have notes, and we've mixed a couple of things in, so we had, like, creature features, and we have cards that are marked as NC-17. <laughs> and I like uh, that I drew a card, we're going to use this, this is going to be the first one, and the first card that I drew had the name Donald Trump on it. And it's on an NC-17 card. Like, the word, the name Donald Trump is a cuss word as yes, far as they're concerned. Like, Are you kidding me? We know. We know that this is going to get real dark real quick. Uh, okay. And what do we got here? You're, you're going to pitch in a slot. Please. I'm going to just hand that to you. And you're going to hand a note to her. Hand some notes. Whichever one you want. Well... Because what you got to understand, we're gonna you're gonna be left with one for the next. How about a little too, wishful so. thinking here? All right, so there we go. All right, <laughs> you you saw that, right? Oh, do you have to? <laughs> did, did I? Okay, I needed to say I am completely oblivious here. Did I miss the fact that you put some color in your hair? Yeah, no, I put some green and took a couple showers. And now it's bluish. That looks really good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I completely missed it. I'm sitting in here in front of her the entire podcast, <laughs> and I just see the color. Well, yeah, no, I have my hair up and tied back. It's gonna be for the second one. All right. So what do we got? Shout out here? to showers making hair colors become something better than what you were originally intended. Fuck or yeah. Showers? No yeah. showers. Oh. That's what she did. Sometimes so she like put the blue, color on, took a few green. showers, and then it turned into something else. It sometimes really it nice. makes it better. Sometimes it washes it out. It's, exactly. Okay. All right. So let's let's get moving. <laughs> All right. Donald Trump accepts an invitation to the world's most awkward dogfight, but let's add some cancer. But don't make it a big deal, because you know we don't want this to be a downer. <laughs> Do- I'm telling you right so, now, I'm going to be the healthiest cancer patient e- ever. Everybody knows this. I know this. You know this. I Everybody know knows everything this. there is to know about okay. cancer. We've already got our obvious lead. You know, you know who's going to be the lead in the movie, right? Yep. Who, who's the lead? Trump. Himself. My, well, no, no. We, My cancer uh-huh. is no. the best cancer. He plays in movies anyway. No. No, we're not put. We're not. We're not doing <laughs> that. No. Alec Baldwin. Oh my God! His SNL version of Trump needs yes. to have a movie. Alec Baldwin accepts a an invite. We're gonna ma- we're gonna put another uh, another uh, criminal in the spotlight here from Michael Vick. <laughs> the most awkward dog fight he's, ever. He's still he's still doing dog fights. I guess he misunderstands dog fight. Yeah. So you've heard the you've heard the term dog before. People referring, hey dog, how how you doing? What's up? That's yeah. the dog fight. Yep. So, so it's just a couple of people that call themselves that. <laughs> so he will call the Donald, and I'm over here at my ranch with my dogs. They're about to have a fight. People bet on them. Like you see, it gets it gets crazy over here. Oh yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. There's two guys in the middle of the ring. This what's up, dog? Gonna, hey, yeah. What's up? What's up? You know. <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest, most vicious dog fight in the history of dog fights. In Ever. the history of fighting. <laughs> Ever. We need to like Harold and Kumar this movie. <laughs> yes. They're like. the announcers. <laughs> so they're doing they're, they're broadcasting this shit live on pay-per-view or pirate radio or something. Like in the in the dark web, they're yeah. broadcasting this by pay-per-view in the dark web. And 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 Harold and Kumar the announcers. <laughs> they're not ready. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Just just a cameo in the movie. Quick bite to the neck. I don't fucking watch the shit out of this. Quick right. bite to the neck. You have the guy that played uh you had uh the guy that plays George Bush in their movie come in and just Hey buddies, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Kinda interjects for a minute. They're like, he does 
this this would be just a chaotic movie. I can't see this being like a linear movie at all. Just like so fucking, just uh, chaos all over Harris the place. I don't know if you remember when um, Alec Baldwin has this Donald Trump impersonation was really hot. Donald Trump tweeted that he hated Alec Baldwin and all this BS. Not in so many words, but you know, he's some dumb version of I hate this person. Yeah. Um, he's not funny. He's not good. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. They should have done this movie in response to that tweet. Yes. Yeah. Especially definitely. his hair starts falling out by the end of the movie. He goes to the bathroom. It's like there's no... Uh... <laughs> and then all of a sudden he cries for two minutes and come on. I'm going to be the sexiest bald man ever. Everybody knows it. There's no way to around it at that point, no. Uh, I think this should be done in the in the theme of like a, have you ever seen the movie Spinal Tap Best in Show no the guys that do those movies make it like a like a weird kind of mockumentary kind of thing <laughs> you haven't seen Spinal Tap no I don't oh, think oh you gonna love it oh, like man. they're they're, fo- like they're following Trump on like a normal day which just devolves into something absolutely chaotic <laughs> you know he like gets invited to like Michael Vick's place or something and he thinks there's gonna be some fight you know dog fight going on you know a bunch yeah. of his elite buddies and <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts him getting diagnosed with cancer I I and he's trying not to make a big deal about it, but he's really in his feelings about it. Yeah. He's he went bankrupt this, again. He has no money. He has this dog fight, and he's trying to hide the fact that he's bankrupt with no money by talking about all the money he can't has. afford the can't afford the yep. <laughs> the medical procedures or whatever to trying take to care of it. Trying to win bets at the dog fight. Uh, yeah. No, I, I like that. And like the, the, the initial the initial fight when you get in there, right? Like Trump's passing by, and you have like two like billionaires in an octagon like beating the crap out of each other like which these two like the wiry stu- looking nerdy guys the, you know which one of the stupid people with the job of advising, advising him well, do we consider the stupidest that's the person that tells him to go to the to the dog fight bet some money so he can get the money for his procedures I say that we nobody gotta know that he's I say the billionaires fighting should be Bill Gates and fucking um Bill Gates and the, the Amazon Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos right Okay, that sounds good. So yes. we have we have Amazon versus Microsoft. <laughs> like that's what gets announced. Like it's yeah. like Amazon okay. versus Microsoft. So the dogs <laughs> represent those guys. Those guys own those dogs. Right. Okay. Damn. That's a high end dog fight. High end dog fight. Ah, that's by the way resonating over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the resonation, people. Uh, you get a little little into something, you start tapping your feet. It happens. Uh, I lost a little weight. I'm too energetic. That's never, never <laughs> a bad, bad thing, thing. Unless you're tapping your foot during a podcast. It's true. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. If you have to hear that. Uh, this is Massachusetts. Uh, we just had a 1.3 earthquake. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't. Hurricane Omar. Uh, oh, my God. So I say his, his advisor, Zach Gilifanakis. Mm-hmm. His advice. Or... We could go the other route all together and make it Will Ferrell. I no, like, I like Zach Galifianakis. I like Zach. Zach Galifianakis, okay. Uh, Zach was probably no. against him all along and since the press. We At invite the Michael Vick to play himself. Yes. Michael Vick's got to play himself the entire time, just yeah. like, like you know, like uh, Tyson in the movies. Yeah. You know, Michael Vick is Michael Vick. Fuck it, we yeah. should throw Mike Tyson in there too. Right. Mike Tyson is coming to the to the thing. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Mike Mike Tyson's good at making fun of himself sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, he doesn't take himself entirely seriously. He should punch Donald Trump too. Mike Tyson. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> and he'll be touch me and I'll sue. This ain't Rocky. Pop. No, I just I just think like I think it should be like a running gag through the entire movie, right? So like every time he runs across Mike Tyson in the movie, Mike Tyson he doesn't intend to hit him initially. Mike Tyson just like, bam! Oh shit! You know. <laughs> Like yeah, knocks knocks purpose. him clean out, just not on purpose. It just happens, you know. And just like or you know, Mike's reaching for a drink, you know. <laughs> yeah. Inadvertently, the entire movie just completely clocking Trump every time he walks <laughs> yeah. by. Yeah. So watch the end. He punched him intentionally, though. This is for the people. <laughs> you know, the very end of the, the very end of the movie. Just he he just narrowly escapes some like tragic situations. Shaquille O'Neal should be in this movie. A whole bunch of celebrities because this is a high-end dogfight. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal should be in this movie. I'm not sitting next to this It should be like we a... should have Michael Sarah in the corner. Yeah, we should. <laughs> just, just, just staring super, at everybody. Just feeling super awkward and uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> How you doing? Good. He didn't say much, just... Sits there, just staring awkwardly at everybody. Yep. Very, He's very been, out of place. And looking like, yeah, like, what the fuck is going on? You know, they occasionally walk over, hand him a wad of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just. Yeah. He looks uh, awkward. He could bring, he could bring heat to this. But it's like, just like a movie, pile of like drugs sitting next to him on yeah, the table. Yeah, exactly. You know? So by the end of the just movie, like a when, mountain Trump's, of cocaine. when Trump's hair starts falling off. Yeah. That's what the press shows up. Sent by Sag. Okay. And okay. Yes. At that moment when he's walking out with the hair and he's trying to find a way of just covering this up, the press shows up. That's like, and you know what? I'm going to be the sexiest bald man ever. <laughs> right. It's just weird sequence of Trump like so you know how they in some him. movies they have that like empowering scene of like somebody like shaving their yep. head but Trump's doing it like the worst manner possible he's like bleeding <laughs> and just so he's not even like buzzing it first he's just taking a fucking straight razor to it no 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 the hair falls off in the bathroom no oh, yeah uh, his side well, yeah hair. but he's still got like patches no he's got his he, yeah here but you know he keeps it to pay and his hair just falls off and it looks more like. Yeah. And then he walks out like, how you like my new look? <laughs> Shaves a you. Just and, then, and then, why are you doing at this dog fight, Mr. President? I'm just in time to catch him. I was, I, I just know about this. And I I suppose if I called the FBI to come in and bust this thing, they wouldn't have time. So I was close by and came myself. Yeah. Well, this no, this was this was really sent to, this was sent to Obama, but they didn't realize he wasn't living here anymore. He gets really depressed <laughs> yeah, and started buying like cocaine yeah. off Michael Sarah. <laughs> Something like that, yep. Okay. Yeah, this is like a chaotic movie just <laughs> through and through. I mean, this could turn into the interview, too. Yeah, that's, oh, wow. that, that's the vibe I'm getting from it. Just it, it involve uh, involve Franco and uh, Rogan. Yeah, yeah right? definitely. The interview, too. They're trying to chase him down for an interview, and he just will not. Yep. No, not going to do it. No. <laughs> Fake news! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fake news. What are you gonna say? No, I, I I see that. I can see that happening. Yes. Just them hunting him down by like any means possible, and him just escaping narrowly in the most bumbling <laughs> Mr. Bean sort of way. Somebody in Hollywood, please watch one of these things and get us paid, please. 
We can use that money. We have the we have the software to write it. Come over here, sit down. I'll Fuck drop it. back some beers and we can write this shit. I'm serious. Though, should take. if you do it in the vein of Spinal Tap, you know how that was done, right? Yeah, like a documentary. But like the series documentary now. You seen that? What they do, what they've done with those scripts, so there's a handful of movies like Waiting for Guffman, uh, there was uh, Best in Show. What they do is they give them a premise, and they tell them, this is what we're going to do with this scene, but all the dialogue is up to you guys. Yeah. So basically, all the dialogue is completely ad-libbed. They let these fantastic actors just do what they do. And uh, it's always like the same people, too. You have that handful of people that are really good at improv that can just do shit on the spot. I've, I, I would love to see like some of the film footage that they did that just didn't make it into the movies. Like, yeah. Did they always go with the one take, or did they have like 80 or 90 oh, different yeah, takes with see, other like, stuff? Yeah, I want to see behind-the-scenes for uh, Split and... Um, all that fucking right. That yeah. whole fucking that would be dope. series. Like, yeah. What they did with the second Anchorman movie. If you bought the Blu-ray, there were two completely different cuts of the movie. There was the first cut, the one that made it into the theaters, and then there was another cut with completely different jokes. Yeah. Like they used different takes from the movie, where like they, every joke of the movie was absolutely different from the first one. Yeah. Which was beautiful. I, yeah. I loved watching both. The second one didn't work quite as well, but. It was still fun That's to see. That's why I didn't make it into the theater. Right. <laughs> All right. So we do have a second movie to discuss. I think I've had enough uh, Trump for today. It's giving me a little indigestion. What do we got here? I oh, enjoy I enjoy. I enjoy we're going to hand that to him. He's going to read that because he hasn't had enough to say here today. All right. What do we got? Okay. Oh, you didn't get a red one for that one. I didn't. I, I, I We know. did all our MC-17 over here. Yeah. Okay. So, Exterior. Friendly woodland creatures forced to flee their home because of pollution. Okay. I guess the main character struggles to bring their best friend back from the dead. All right. This is okay. cool. They say this is cool, but seems a little unrealistic. How can we keep it grounded? Hmm. I, I don't think I want to keep it grounded. Yeah. Okay, so I could actually, I actually like this idea. Like, I could see this like weird live action kind of. You know, you ever seen Homeward Bound, where they kind of... Yeah. They basically voice the animals. Yeah. Right? But I would say, make this a kid's movie, but something that is just deeply dramatic. (laughs) Right? Like, you're expecting this to be some fun-loving kid's movie, and this is just, like, smacking kids over the head with, like, a heavy message the entire movie. Like... Pollution, the end I, of the world. I was change. thinking like Happy Tree Friends kind of deal, or fucking yeah. um, the Satanic Woodland Animals from South Park. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like your idea better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm talking about traumatizing children over here, and you guys are talking about traumatizing them in a everyone way. else. <laughs> no, I think what we should do is do an animated film for adults yes. with that strong message, but make it okay. super crazy. So, we're not going live action, we go animated. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because we could technically still do semi-live action if you CGI the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean, like, look at the new fucking Lion King movie. Right. So you could, like, you could CGI it, it's technically half animation, half live action. Yeah. And I want, I want, because I want these, these animals to, like, interact with people in real life, like, I want to, I want to say... Fuck it. Show, like, different scenes from, like, different, um... 
ecosystems, like, say, fucking oil spills out in the Arctic, or the Amazon burning to the ground. I'm actually very glad you said that, because that's, like, right in line with the next thought in my head. So you were talking, like, happy tree friends, and yeah. the satanic little things. If we take that and get that kind of same thought into, like, an almost live-action CGI mm-hmm. movie, my thought is a movie about the animals taking the world back. Yes! About, fuck you humans, you guys have wrecked this place, we're taking you down. And this entire movie is about animals just reclaiming the earth from human beings in the most graphic, gory way, just the entire film. They do it fucking successfully, the human race is wiped out. And it's like, yeah, basically the whole message is, you know, fuck with Mother Nature, it's eventually gonna fuck with you back. Yep. Now, who... Of course, we need humans to voice the the animals. Uh, so, what kind of animals do we have? Let's start off with. <laughs> I uh, I like the idea of a of a squirrels, bunny rabbits, birds, uh, deer. I like the idea of a uh, a beaver. Yeah. A beaver voiced by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm down with it. Right. Done building dams. I'm just going to use these for something else now. I guess I can do it. All right. Let me see. Just just looking up at the thing and thinking, well, this is how I'm going to do it. If I will do it, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to just build it here. You know, Steve Buscemi with a little... <laughs> he he makes this this voice in some character sometimes that he talks like he's thinking out loud. Right. I love that. Like, like uh, Armageddon. Yeah. That... That manic kind of character that he presented in Armageddon, he's like riding a friggin' nuclear warhead. Please stop riding the nuclear warhead. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just wanted to feel the power between my legs, boss. <laughs> yeah. Or even even his character, that manic character that he had in Reservoir Dogs, yeah, was fantastic. If you can just bring that kind of energy to like a, a well, a beaver. <laughs> you oh, know, you totally bring that at. Bring that Reservoir Dogs energy, even the mouth, just bring it to the beaver, you know? Steve Buscemi has to be one of my favorite actors. Ryan Reynolds for the bunny. Ryan Reynolds yes. for the bunny? Yes. Okay. Yes. A very sarcastic bunny at that, too. Give him the whole fucking Deadpool vibe in a bunny. Right. I, I would like. A, I, I want to be like. A bunny. Yes. Like <laughs> the most innocent, sweet-looking bunny until he's pissed, and yes. then he's like friggin' ninja bunny, <laughs> you know? Friggin' the Freddy Krueger of bunnies. <laughs> yeah. That would be dope. Um, okay. Who else do we like on voices? Who do we like on voices? I think I think something this level. I want to say we have uh, a buddy team. I want to. We, we're going to pull some people that we just had in the last movie. I want Michael, Sarah, and I want Je- uh, I want Rogan. Seth uh, Rogan. Seth Rogan. Sarah, I wanted yes. to say Jeff Rogan for a minute there. <laughs> different person. Different altogether. Uh, <laughs> I want them as sort of like a, a buddy team, like two 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 characters that are just like inseparable yes. the entire movie. I would like a lion that is a more modern lion. In other ways, a pussified lion. Like almost a with a with a nice little two bears, and a la Yogi Paris. and Boo Boo. Oh yeah, but they're like, always bickering. Big bear, little bear. Yeah. Just, and this is not like he, he. This little bear, he was supposed to be a big bear, but he had like some genetic deformity and just stunned. So him. he's a grown up bear, just stay short. That's not his veto. He's like a. <laughs> the boy's a very grumpy yes. bear. Okay, I'm sorry, Michael Sarah. You just got. Uh, re- you just got. Uh, you want to Michael Sarah by... the smaller bear? No, forget it. I, I don't anymore. You said something much better. Michael Sarah could be the big bear. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! And he'd be like, okay. well, you need to calm down. Like, what? Why is this? this? No! And the little bear is really like, <laughs> high voice. Really hot, no, hyped and really angry all the time. Uh, what do you mean, why am I angry? Look at me! Okay, we need... So, Anna Ferris is what now? A lo- um, uh, fucking... You were saying a lion. I, I was thinking, like, woodland animals, like deer. Well, no, a lion. I'm a lion, but... We're talking about animals all over the world, okay. so she could technically be a lion. Have you but seen yeah. that? Have so why don't that? you have her cross from Rogan as a... You got the lion and lioness. Yeah. Have you seen that, that post on Facebook when it shows men, men in the past, men today? Yeah. That they show a lion with this haircut <laughs> and, and whatever. That, I want the lion, the modern lion, who is afraid <laughs> of mice and, and doesn't know how to do anything. And you see that that angry bear said, "You know what? I used to, I've seen lions in the past jump and bring down big elephants by jumping and biting on their neck. And look at you, afraid of a mouse, something like that." Yes. So Seth Rogen is definitely the yeah. the, the lion afraid yeah. of the mouse. Okay, yeah. that sounds cool. I like that with a with a cute haircut. I bet I look cute with this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I could get, I could get you. This sounds like a very weird kind of. Anna Ferris with her Miss Pris fucking. Not necessarily effeminate acting, but crybaby, like a, a whiny. Oh, he could do it. A whiny, a whiny lion that that is afraid of anything and doesn't so, know how to do anything and and does and he's very lazy. Now, now that we've passed a couple fat. of the animals, this could even be like a zoo-like thing. I mean, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. So, just zoo animals plotting to, to take back the world, and they're starting to gather other woodland creatures, or... This could even be, like, the, the Bronx Zoo. You yeah. know, where they're yes. they're bringing, like, you got you got squirrels and everything, you're bringing all the animals from the, the, the park together, and they just stage this mass it, it, well, rampage do, throughout New York. And so, here's what we should do. We other should animals be- take notice, and, you know, you got house cats and dogs okay, that are just so we're had enough more shit. Towards, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, we should make the characters animated, but the whole setting of the thing is the Bronx Zoo. Well, that's what I'm, well, I'm saying, like, why I was talking, like, live action, because we want to get, like, real graphic with this. Yeah. Like, it's going to it's gonna be, like, almost like a half-comedic, half-horror film. We're getting yeah. towards, like, fucking Madagascar in the wild. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Technically. Much uh, much less uh, kid friendly. Oh yeah, absolutely. like we're gonna be less kid friendly than Sausage Party. <laughs> well, they're gonna make, a, <laughs> well, they're gonna make they're gonna make a big a big a big stir a big scandal out of it where uh, the mayor of New York has to get involved and all kinds of crazy stuff. So happens. that's where my next part is. Is I'm thinking that we also should have a small group of people. known humans, yeah. yeah, people that are trying to fight back, but are not necessarily the uh, most they're deplorable human beings. Throw Steve-O in there. Steve-O? Okay. Steve-O yeah. be... No, because uh, recently he did this like little stunt where he like climbed up um, some like construction equipment or some shit, and he put out a giant inflatable whale that said, Close SeaWorld. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. saw that. Yeah. He, like, he's like fighting for the animals. Yeah, here, exactly. Though. Yeah, he is. So he's fighting for the animals. Yep. So, so Steve-O should be the zookeeper. Yes. Okay, Steve-O the zookeeper. Who yes! They convinced to let... I, yeah, they... Mind you, he's gonna bite. He's gonna bite it either way. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we... It's like, I understand you helped us, but uh, you have to understand that uh, you're human and therefore the enemy's still and you're done. So <laughs> Steve-O and Mike Tyson should be zookeepers and they're always bickering at each other too. Steve-O and... Oh my God. 
So basically, Mike Tyson tells <laughs> him the whole thing that's going on, and the mayor of New York, played by who? Are you, I, I'm just sorry. Sorry, let me just cut away for a minute here. I'm just trying to picture the former world heavyweight boxing champion and a guy that staples his nuts to his leg <laughs> next to each other in a movie. I'm just <laughs> that would be great. You know, Mike Tyson's kind of crazy too. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I he's not stapled my nuts to my leg crazy, but he is no, crazy. No, yeah, he, he they will make a great a great couple like comedic for comedic value, bickering with each other, whatever. And Mike Tyson is kind of mean and kind of pissed off at Steve-O for whatever reason, and he's the one that basically calls attention in the whole thing because he doesn't agree with it. So I got five guys that I like for this movie, and if you want to throw some female characters in there, feel free. So we need a chief of police. We need a New York mayor, and we need a president. Too. Okay, so I I don't I don't I'm not gonna Females, do the president. The president should be a female. Chief of police is Dennis Quaid. Yes. Dennis Quaid is the chief. Okay, I went. I was going a completely different route altogether. <laughs> you know who I was I was thinking of for uh, chief of police? Tell me. Al Pacino. All right. Al Pacino could be the mayor. Al Pacino is the mayor. Yes. Okay. The mayor. Uh, the president should be a female on this one. I got a bumbling security guard kind of guy, or bumbling police officer guy in my head. Uh, Terry Crews? Uh, I was thinking Will Sasso. Will huh. Sasso, too. <laughs> you both know Will Sasso, right? I don't yeah. think oh. I do. Hang on, I'm looking him up. Uh, have you guys see, have you seen um, Super Troopers 2? Yeah. The really big guy, the really yeah. big Canadian guy, bald. Okay, yeah, no, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Will Sasso. Formerly in uh, Mad TV. Yep. Uh, or if you, you you watch a lot of... Make AOC the fucking president. Watch a lot of Vines. He's that guy that was continually spitting lemons out. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'd, be, if you'd be down AOC, for acting. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I, I don't think she would be down for acting in the movie. But if she if she is, yes. Make her the president. Or if not, who will play her? Who Who's the girl from... She was in uh, Death Proof and Girl Fight... Ah, mm. uh, Rodriguez. Uh, oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle yeah. Rodriguez. She could. That would be she's, perfect. She's she's not skinny, not skinny enough, but yeah, it sounds good. She has actors and actresses gain, gain weight and lose weight, weight for roles all constantly. the time. Constantly. Yeah, it's true. Hey, look, we you need you to be this fucking, girl. Um, <laughs> Jonah Hill's like transformation over the years. Right. He's gone back and forth. So well, much. Well, we like, kind of want this so Jonah Hill. Bad for your health, buddy. Good for you for fucking all keep it up. Look, dude, he's making money. Hey, you, you do what you got to do. If you that's how you got to do it. I heard that he's really full of himself. Who? Jonah Hill. I heard that. Have you seen how much he's been used in the movies? Yeah. Actors in general, they are. You got to be mildly sociopathic to get into acting. You got to you got to have that that want for people to. I'm a little bit narcissistic. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm recording this. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta want people to say, hey, look at me. Listen yeah. to what I have to say. You know, it's just... Actually, I, I think that's what we're breeding in society right now is Pretty a much. lot of uh, very narcissistic people. Yep. You just gotta learn to separate that from real life a little bit. I mean, look at TikTok. The whole thing is, oh, get me famous. Get me famous off of other people's stuff. Exactly. <laughs> this is yours, but I'm making it mine. Yeah. So... That's all it really is. There was a, another app, uh, Dub Smash or whatever, a yep. while back. That was almost Dub exactly Smash, the same it, thing. It was exactly the same thing, but TikTok's better. Not quite as well as, yeah. as decently put together. Yeah, TikTok's definitely better. TikTok is like the Instagram of Dub Smash. Yeah. Basically. 
Oh, it's it's almost set up completely yeah, the same way if you look at it. Yeah, Vine I know. That other one, Smash, I don't know. Dub Smash is no, pretty much Smash. the same thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. Vines I know. Okay, do we like anybody else for this movie? <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is like an ensemble cast, like an end of the world kind of thing. So the yeah. pollution. We have to have somebody... Because the pollution is mostly caused by corporations, well, big corporations. It's have Halsey doing a fucking um, the CEO of a corporation, uh, like like a protest against or toward for environmental rights, like go. right in front. Yeah, of that's how. Oh, yeah, we do need protesters, and we need some CEOs like, of corporations. Like a board. Of New York has gotten like heavily polluted. They've rolled back restrictions on like the 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 uh, not just the industrial. Yeah. Portion, but like you know, emissions from cars, so on and so forth. Which your boy in our previous movie might end up doing anyways, because he's pretty much talking about taking restriction off of a lot of things that shouldn't be. I think this protest, this protest, is how everything starts. So this protest, there, they they storm the park. They're like, these animals have to live in this, and this is not their natural environment, and the yeah. entire area here is polluted, and blah blah. And they start busting animals free, and unbeknownst to them. These animals have been plotting their fucking deaths. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, you know what? Hate to say it, but did you come here in a car? You're yeah. part of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a. You didn't walk here. You yeah. took a subway. You took a bus. You took the car. Guess what? Those cars put pollutants in the air. Everything you're protesting that's about why, is. That's why you see so many big cities are cleaner than small towns. Basically, the countryside is cleanest. But some big cities are cleaner than, than smaller towns because of heavy use of public transportation. Right. If you go, for example, to Amsterdam, to give you an example, like everybody that rides a bike or take, or take the, little, the little trolley car. Yeah. And you breathe and you feel it. And that's the reason why. And that's why a lot of people don't understand. People overrate comfort at a level that they forget everything else and they don't care about anything else just my own comfort that's what exactly. I care about comfort is heavily heavily overrated in the meantime we are sick we are sick obese and polluted in our environment in the name of comfort yep yep well there you go there's our political message of the day <laughs> uh, and I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything against that so I, I completely so basically, the message doesn't go to the politician; it goes to each one of us. What are we doing? First, for ourselves, and second, for the environment. We're taking drives to places that are two corners away when we could walk. That'll be better for ourselves and better for the environment. It really doesn't take that much. If it's left a half an hour walk, you can walk. You won't die. Trust me, you won't die. Yeah. So this is a this is a uh, cinematic anarchy PSA. There you go. Pretty much. Take a walk once in a while. All right. So Something like that. We've murdered an entire crowd of protesters in the name of of freeing the animals. Mm-hmm. And the movie yes. starts. There you go. And that's how the movie starts. Now. Yeah. The how does the movie? I mean, obviously, there's progression. You got you got the the mayor, the president, everybody kind of trying to figure out how to stem the. How do you do that? I mean, if, if the animals, if they all just got together at one point, somehow how collectively got together, also. how do you deal with that? You got how house pets you... going nuts. You got... I mean, I would assume that the government would just start opening fire. You think so? Yep. 
They're not I even going to think twice. They're animals. Shit. Animals over. Look at Harambe. Right? <laughs> Just. Well, I mean, we're. we're I'll if, never forget you, Harambe. If animals. Yeah. If humans went ballistic like that, they'd have no problem mowing them down. Yeah. Same thing with. I mean, they might have slight conscience, say, like, why are you guys doing this? They might try to reason with them. These are animals. And not for nothing, but I mean, how many people do you know that look at animals in the same regard that they look at humans? They look at them like animals. If 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 your your dog killed your kid, you'd get rid of the dog, right? Irregardless of the reason, yep. you know. So if they, if animals just started going nuts, they're going to start opening fires. And yep. guess what? Animals don't carry weapons, or they normally don't carry weapons. I don't know if in this movie they should learn to carry weapons. <laughs> you know, Planet of the Apes style. <laughs> they should stick. You know. I don't know about carrying weapons, because they're trying to help the environment. They don't have thumbs. They can't. Gorillas yeah. do. Monkeys. Yeah. There are yeah. certain animals that could that could be the uh The majority infantry. of them don't have thumbs. <laughs> yeah, the majority of them don't have thumbs. You know, they're like this. The local giraffe is not going to pick up uh, an AK-47. It's just <laughs> not going to happen, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think weapons will be the way. They're just... Mauling people. Mauling, mauling things. Mulling things, destroying things, destroying infrastructure that is possibly helping, you know, belongs to companies that are helping pollute the earth, things like that. Think worldwide about the population of animals. Yep. I think it kind of outweighs humans. I mean, if things start coming out of the woods... Yep, we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, there are things that have no, no place coming out of the woods that... We might lure them out of the woods and bum rush everything because we are born in their home. And then we wonder. It sounds like those immigrants we don't want here, yet those countries are getting bombed. Huh. As we were saying. <laughs> wow, yeah, we're getting really heavy here. I think having to talk about Donald Trump for the beginning of the first, uh, the second half of the podcast. That just... helped. <laughs> That help open the floodgates of all the political BS. Uh, I don't know where to go from there, honestly, because I'm I'm just picturing like this horribly graphic movie. But how do the animals overcome the humans? Because humans, in general, we have much more firepower, more firepower, access to weaponry than your average zoo animals do. Yeah. So how do we turn the tide? Are these crafty animals? Do they escape? And don't initially go on a rampage. They, like, plan their fucking... They plot and plan things. over with, like, sewer rats and shit. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, you didn't, we didn't know that these animals actually knew how to talk to humans. They understand what's going on here. You know, they... You know, the, the White House dog... Yeah. The White House dog just turns. Presses the nuclear button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then... We shouldn't have had two dogs. It takes it takes two people to press the buttons. I didn't know we shouldn't have had two dogs. Damn it! What are we supposed to do? True. Just uh, the bomb. Yeah, the bomb dropped by the the White House dog. <laughs> I can see also. You can have all sorts of fun with a movie like that. Yeah. Though I, I feel like the first movie we discussed would be a lot more fun to do. Oh yeah, just, definitely. I I could uh, I was just we could I could see a whole end of the world kind of thing like they. This is the end. Yeah. Just just go batshit crazy. You don't have to pull any punches. It's it's not meant to be taken seriously. 
a lot of the issues that we talk about are they some of those are meant to be taken seriously uh ethical treatment of animals but the pollution yeah, we, in our world we all we all i mean sometimes in some situations you gotta put some humor in it because if you think about it too much in a different way some of us might just do something crazy that we shouldn't <sighs> so which is another shut up about us either. being humorous about it because it could be way worse for a lot of people it's kind of laugh or die you, you sometimes you have to laugh about certain things and find a way to protect <laughs> yeah. things in humorous matter. It doesn't mean we don't respect the struggle of anybody. It just means I feel so strongly about it that if I don't make fun of it, I might do something crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to think of something to follow up, but that was pretty well said. Yeah, I pretty well said. Felt that in my soul. Right. <laughs> Sometimes we have to be humorous about certain things. So I think I think that was a good uh, little bit to wrap up on today. Yep, uh, no doubt. Good shit. A little bit of, little bit of positive, a little bit of negative. Uh, ending with more positive than negative. That's good. All right. So uh, thank you once again for listening to the Cinematic Anarchy podcast. Uh, remember, we are on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we are attempting to get up on YouTube. Get a nice little live stream radio segment going. Uh, and uh, we are available on pretty much all of your uh, podcasting formats. Uh, currently, we are only accepting donations through Anchor. Uh, we are trying to get a Patreon up and running. And uh, when we start live streaming through YouTube, we'll be using Streamlabs, which will assist us with also taking in donations that way. So if you have been thinking about donating to our fantastic podcast so we can make this a little easier to do, please don't hesitate. Find us. Please. Thank you. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. (laughs) Everybody, take care of yourselves and each other, like Jerry Springer said. Right. Any final thoughts? We done? I think we're good. Watch Sleep Away Camp. You're going to (laughs) laugh. At least. It's it's not gory. It's not a horror film by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's, it's so bad it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely the more funny side of bad. Yeah. All right. Peace. Out. Peace. Why? I, I can't make that sound right. Peace out. I, it doesn't Peace. sound right coming out of my mouth. All right, I'll say it. Peace out. There you go. <laughs>